Good afternoon. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus, and welcome back to the Word of Truth, the show where you will only hear the truth as found in Scripture. Last week, Pastor Pace began teaching a great lesson on the mutual commitment. This week, he will break it down even further so you don't want to miss it. The Word of Truth is hosted by Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, where we are a church for all nationalities. For more information about us, you can go to our website, gtacdallas.com. And now, here's Pastor Joel Pace on the Word of Truth. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, and I welcome you to the Word of Truth broadcast. We thank you again for tuning in and listening to our broadcast, and we certainly hope that the broadcast is a blessing, a help to you, and that God has a word for you today. Amen. We thank God for His goodness, His grace, His mercy. God is a good God, and He's good all the time. Last week, I began a subject uh, from John chapter 2, and beginning at verse number 23, my scripture text, and it says, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, in the feast day, many believed in his name when they saw the miracles which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them, because he knew all men, and needed not that any should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. Amen. I started talking last week about a mutual commitment, a mutual commitment, how that there needs to be a commitment from us to God and God to us. Here, we see that the people believed on the Lord, but the Lord Jesus would not commit himself to them. Their belief was because they saw the miracles. Amen. And like I said last week, it was more like they were believing on Jesus like a celebrity or a famous person or somebody that had, you know, had a lot of power and could do a lot of things. And so basically their belief was on him because of what they saw that he could do for them. And there's many people that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ the same way even today. They only believe on him because of what he can do for them. Amen. And they're not committed to him. You know, there, there's this false teaching out there about once saved, always saved. Amen. And that, and that once you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're saved by the grace of God. And because it's not of works, lest any man should boast, then we're saved by grace. And so we're not saved by works. So therefore, there's no work that we can do. All we do is just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and the grace of God saves us. And that's it. And now you're saved and you can't be unsaved. Well, that once saved, always saved is a false teaching because that is not true. Amen. Jesus commanded that all men must repent of their sin. Amen. And the Bible said, God once winked at ignorance, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Amen. Jesus and John the Baptist preached, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Amen. And then also, amen, uh, 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 the Bible talks about how that, how that when we believe on him, amen, we must believe on him according to the scriptures as the scripture has says. And how that we must live by every word of God, Jesus said. 
And so we can see that there's no way that, that, that we can be just saved and not unsaved. No, amen. Jesus said, he that endureth until the end, the same shall be saved. There's many, praise God, that won't endure until the end. Amen. Many shall seek to enter into the kingdom of heaven, but they won't be able to. Straight is the gate, narrow is the way, only a few there be that find it. Amen. And Apostle Paul, uh, when he wrote to the Corinthians in, in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, amen, he said, talking about the gospel which he preached unto them, he said, which also ye have received and wherein ye stand, he said, by which also ye are saved if if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. So Paul is telling them, you can believe in vain. You got to keep in memory what I preached to you. Amen. The word of God I preach, you got to keep in memory. You got to live it. You got to obey it. Because if you don't, then you'll fall away and your belief is in vain. And so we can easily see that that there's no possible way that the once saved, always saved teaching can be right. Impossible. And so, therefore, we've got to make a commitment to God, amen, or our end in serving him, loving him, obeying him. Amen. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Praise God. Amen. And so we see here that we've got to make that commitment to him because we need his commitment to us. Praise the Lord. You see, we've got to know who God is. Amen. And Jesus, Jesus will reveal who the Father is. The Bible tells us in Luke 10 and 22, it says, All things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Father. And I'm sorry. Praise God. Let me read this here again. It says, And all things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man knoweth who the Son, who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, and he to whom the Son will reveal him. And so Jesus will only reveal the Father to those who he commits to. We get the revelation of one God through Jesus Christ. He reveals to us who the Father, who God is. Amen. The Son can only reveal the Father to you. Amen. He revealed the Father to Philip. When Philip asked him, show us the Father, and it will suffice us or satisfy us. And Jesus said, have I been so long time with you, Philip, yet thou hast not known me? When you see me, you see the Father. How sayest thou, show us the Father? Believe not that I am in the Father, the Father is in me. The works I do, I do not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. So Jesus is God the Father manifested in the flesh. And that's why Jesus Christ can only reveal who the Father is. Amen. By that revelation. Hallelujah. Amen. He was committed to them. And so he revealed the Father to them. You can only get to the Father by the Son. Only through a relationship with Jesus can he reveal who the Son is. 
It's a revelation. Amen. Only through the blood of Jesus by baptism in Jesus' name and the infilling of the Holy Ghost, which is all by the Son, Jesus, can he commit himself to you and reveal to you who the Father is. Not only that, but also reveal to you the will of the Father. Because the Bible said, not everyone that saith, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of the Father. Amen. Many believe on Jesus for various reasons, but if they don't commit themselves to him, he will not commit himself to them. If they don't obey his word and live by every word of God, there is no commitment on God's part to them. Amen. And so Jesus, who is the son of God, according to the flesh, amen, was born of a virgin. That was the flesh. Amen. When Mary had, had, had the baby, that baby was a boy. And when you have a male child, that's a son. But it was not just the son of Mary. It was a son of God. Not the son of Joseph, but the son of God. Amen. That which was born of Mary. Praise God. Now, the son of God did not come until it was born of the virgin. There's no such thing as God the son. Amen. He was begotten of the Father. So the sonship is not eternal because anything that is begotten cannot be eternal. And so the Son of God was born of a woman. Amen. And, and so God the Father dwelt in the Son. 2 Corinthians 5 tells us to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. And so Jesus Christ, the Son of God, amen, was God in the flesh. Not God the Son in the flesh, but God the Father in the flesh. For he told Philip and the disciples, have I been so long time with you, Philip, yet thou hast not known me. When you see me, you see the Father. The Father in me, he doeth the works. Amen. The fullness of the Godhead dwelleth bodily in Jesus Christ and so when you praise God nobody can go directly to God the Father amen you have to go through the sonship of Jesus Christ and that's why we need Jesus committed to us because Jesus is the only one that can reveal to us who the Father is Amen. But you've got to be born again of water and spirit. You've got to be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost to be born again. Amen. And have Jesus Christ reveal to you who the Father is. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because he is the God manifest in the flesh. 1 Timothy 3.16 tells us, Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness, for God was manifest, made known in the flesh. And that's why the, amen, praise God, the angel told, amen, said, praise God, or rather it was written in, 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 the, in the New Testament, how that Mary shall have a son, his name shall be called Emmanuel, which being interpreted God with us. Israel only knew one God, that's right, that's God the Father, hallelujah. And that one God, amen, clothed himself in flesh, amen, as the Son of God. The flesh was the Son of God, but God the Father was the Spirit that dwelt in Jesus Christ. Amen. And you've got to know Jesus. Hallelujah. Have a relationship with him through the sonship. Amen. To know who the Father is. Amen. For no man can 
can go to the Father, coming to the Father, but by Jesus Christ. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. And we need that, that commitment from him. We've got to have that commitment from Jesus Christ. Another reason why you need the commitment is because, amen, you need to hear the word of God. You need to hear the preaching that's able to save your soul. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 1.21 that it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Amen. You've got to have the word of God, amen, preached to you in order for you to be saved. You've got to have the seed, the word of God, fall on the good ground of your heart. Amen. The word of God's got to get in your heart like Paul told the, amen, the Corinthians, amen, that, that ye are our epistles, not written not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God. Amen. Because Jesus said, the words I speak unto you, they are made spirit and life. Amen. This preached word of God is made spirit. And that's how the Spirit can penetrate. Amen. The Word of God can get in you by the Spirit. And as God said in the Old Testament, Amen, my, Amen, I will put my laws within you. Amen. I will put my laws within your heart. Hallelujah. How? By preaching. By preaching the Word of God. And you need to hear the preaching Amen. That's able to save your soul. You need to hear the, the preaching about you. Hallelujah. That deals with you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, my time is just about up. I'm going to pick up on this again next week because this is very important to understand about Jesus' commitment. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Pace. Is Jesus committed to you? If you take heed to this teaching, you can be sure that you have that mutual commitment with the Lord. Well, that concludes today's edition of the Word of Truth. If you're listening, want more information, or if you would like a personal Bible study, just give us a call. Our phone number is 214-391-0017. And if you're ready to feel the move of God and make a change in your life, then come and visit us at Grace and Truth Apostolic Church. We're located at 2930 North St. Augustine Drive in Dallas. Also, I invite you to download the Word of Truth podcast. Just go to your favorite podcast listening app and look for grace and truth apostolic church and there you'll find us be sure to hit follow and subscribe to us so you'll be alerted every time there's a new episode released on behalf of pastor joel pace and grace and truth apostolic church god bless